This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at Wasatch Front Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale Road here in Ogden. Giving away a big screen TV on the show. All you have to do is drop by and register to win. That is it. And, uh, Gordon, we were talking in the in the, uh, in the the break there. Odds pretty good right now. Yeah. Odds are pretty good right now. So yeah. I, I would say it's, it's you got a pretty good shot at it if you if you drop by here and register. Yeah, if you want a big, new big screen TV, come on by. Who would say no to that? Somebody who doesn't need a, a big screen? I mean, even if I had, I mean, like, I have, I think, three televisions in my house, which is probably all we want. But if you're asking me, could I upgrade one of them yes. to a big screen TV? Upgrade you better is, believe yeah, I could. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bet your bottom dollar I could upgrade. Uh, so come check it out. Re- uh, uh, register to win. It's their Labor Day sale. We're going to talk to Jordan Pendleton coming up here momentarily, a former linebacker at BYU. He's going to join us on Thursdays uh, throughout the college football season. And then our friend Frank Dolce. We'll be on the show at on Thursdays at the time of the 4 o'clock hour. So Sounds good to me. Always him. good talking with Frank. Uh, no doubt about it. In fact, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to it. It's time to talk a little BYU football. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Joining us now, former Coug, our good friend Jordan Pendleton. What's going on, Jordan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. How, how's your offseason treating you? Things good? Yeah, it's been good. We've been busy, but it's been good. You're training up a bunch of athletes right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's, this time of the year is kind of like a gives a little breathing room um, when all of our guys start back up in season. So now we get to sit back and kind of watch watch everybody play. So it's a fun time of the year for us to see everybody go and start their seasons. And I love football season. It's the best best time of the year, so I'm excited. So do they continue training a, a, a somewhat with you during this period of time, or are they so consumed by their teams that they, they, they can't do it? Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's very hit and miss during the season. Um, you know, we, we still have a lot of kids. Like, you know, we still have high school kids, I'd say predominantly, that still train in season. Those kids are wired a little bit different, but with school and – you know, practice and film and, and then obviously homework and then trying to, you know, still somewhat enjoy your personal life. It's, it's definitely, you know, we definitely don't see people quite as much anymore, but we, we do still get people in season that try and make it once or twice a week. But, you know, it, it's, it's definitely tough with everybody's schedule constraints. But regardless, you know, we still program for people during season because, you know, lifting in season is, uh, it's one of the most overlooked things, I think, and, and it's, it's so important and valuable for, you know, guys to keep their strength, not only keep their strength, but keep improving their strength during the season. And um, But, but it's, you know, for us at the gym, it, we, we, you know, we definitely don't see the guys as much during the season. So, Jordan, uh, BYU turning over the roster a little bit, lost a lot of NFL guys, including the second pick in the draft. Uh, so lay out some realistic expectations for this year's squad. Yeah, that that's a tough one. You know, they're they're coming off of obviously a phenomenal season. Last last season was fun. Um, I, I I would say part of what went into that is 
obviously Zach Wilson played unbelievable. Um, I think, you know, we, we, we had a lot of guys, like you mentioned, that were NFL guys that either made a team or at least got a shot. And I think the most that we've had in quite a while that were, um, you know, either drafted or at least picked up in free agency. So, you know, coming, coming back this season, I think the, the number one thing to look at is strength of schedule. You know, we, as, much, as great as BYU played last year, there's still that asterisk. Um, I don't want to call it an asterisk, but, you know, our schedule just – it wasn't as good, obviously, that it's going to be this year, and I think everybody can admit that. And then, obviously, losing Zach Wilson and, and you, know, um, you know, Dax, who um, was one of his best receivers last year, it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how BYU responds this year. And, um, you know, with a, a, a new quarterback – that's got to step in as a, as a leader and fulfill some very big shoes. But I think all in all, BYU is, is very talented. I think Jaron Hall is a super talented athlete. We'll see if he can stay, you know, he's got to stay healthy at the quarterback position. But I think, um, you know, he, he, he gives us a lot of um, ability to be able to not only throw, but he's really good on his feet as well, and, and he's a playmaker. And, but, you know, I think looking at this, the roster this year, I honestly think we're – deeper when it comes to the weapons that we have on offense. If you look at the receiving core, um, man, we're, we're stacked at the receiver position. Um, you, we're, we've got some phenomenal tight ends. And so I, I think as far as athleticism goes and potential, I think the athletes are there. But, you know, it's, it's kind of unknown right now. So um, do I think BYU is going to only lose one game this year? Um Probably not. I think their schedule is going to be pretty tough, but I am excited to see how they respond off of last year and, you know, with a, with a better schedule ahead and, and see what they can do this year. So um, it, it's going to be fun to see, but it's, it's, it's definitely a toss-up right now. I think everybody's just excited to see them go get this first game under their belt and see what type of team that they're going to be. Jordan, do you have any uh, opinion about where a weak point might be, where that talent is a little bit lower than other places on this? You already talked about the offense. Jaron Hall's terrific athlete. You got those really good running backs. You got really good wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, the offensive line looks solid, although maybe not all that deep. Where, where, where does this team have athletes where they might be suspect? Yeah, I think you, you kind of. Um, mentioned it without really mentioning it, and I think that's the depth with our O-line and, and, and potentially our D-line, you know, and I, I think, um, you know, in order for us to compete against the top caliber teams, that's where we've, we've got to be good. We've, we've got to be able to run the ball to take pressure off of Jaron Hall, so we're not asking him to do too much from a quarterback position. Um, and, and on the defensive side of the ball, we've got to be able to stop the run um, and if we can do those two things, I feel like we can compete with anybody. But, you know, uh, like you mentioned, the, the talent is there. I think the weakness is, are these guys connecting, um, you know, you know Zach and, and, and his guys that he was thrown to last year, they had played together for three straight years, and I feel like the chemistry was, was there. And that was something that was built over time. And so I look at a, a BYU team now that, I think on offense we have even more depth as far as who can who can play at these positions. However, is the chemistry going to be there and and is the leadership going to be there like it was last year? And I think I think that's going to be the the biggest question is how are these 
guys with, with new guys transferring in, guys coming home off of mission, are are we going to be able? Are they going to be able to mesh, and are they going to be able to play at a high level? Which um, you know, every every team I look at in the past of you know that's that's been six, successful, eleven and two teams, ten and three teams at BYU. I feel like um, you know there there was a lot of experience there between the guys that were playing together, and 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 that's one of the big things to look for is just. Um, you know, you got a bunch of new guys playing with each other and how they're going to be able to, uh, you know, mesh out on the field. And so I think that's the biggest area of concern is that. But um, we're, we're going to find out this Saturday. So the, according to reports, uh, they've sold almost 60,000 tickets for this uh, extravaganza down there in, in Vegas. And I, I think it's a terrific idea for BYU to play down there in that stadium as much as they possibly can. But what do you think about – you know, playing games in an NFL stadium and playing as many games as possible in Vegas. I love it. And, you know, my, my opinion m- might be a little biased because the very first game that I started in in my collegiate career was in the, the, the brand-new, you know, Dallas Cowboys Stadium back in 2009. And I, I can just say from personal experience as a player, uh, it, it, there was nothing like it. And I think – um, not, not only did the stadium fill up and we had a ton of fans there, but it was just, uh, you know, as a player that was really fresh out of high school and um, to be able to play in a, you know, for the Dallas Cowboys stadium, their billion dollar stadium is brand new. I feel like the Raiders stadium is very similar. I mean, it's, it's, the stadium is ridiculous, but I think being able to experience that, have it be close enough for both teams where you're, you're going to get, a lot of fans there and that, that was what was so cool is even though we were playing in Dallas and it wasn't necessarily a, a home or an away game for either team our fan base as you guys know BYU's fan base is phenomenal and these guys travel anywhere and the fact that we were able to do it now in a professional stadium that's so close and most of these fans don't even have to fly they can drive there if they want to I think it's awesome I think it's exciting um, not only for, you know, the program, but I think it's exciting for the players because I, I just remember um, I, w- I was fortunate enough to be able to play in that Cow- Cowboy Stadium two times, and it was just a phenomenal experience to, you know, to, to be in that atmosphere, to be in that arena, and um, and then also have a fan base that's able to fill it. It's one thing if you're playing in an NFL stadium and it, you look up and they're just empty bleachers, right, but to actually fill the stands up in an NFL stadium is special, and it's you know something that um, I'm very excited for these these players to be able to experience. So let me ask you about that because if BYU is going in there and they draw a lot of fans into that stadium, okay, the stadium is cool. It's an NFL t- stadium, like you were talking about. The players are are, are psyched up about that, but is the, is it? Uh, is it a home field advantage to have more fans there than the opponent relative to playing at home uh, with all the fans there and the comforts of home, sleeping in your own bed, all that other stuff? Is it, is it as much of an advantage just because you have more fans there than the other guys do? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. It, it definitely makes a big difference uh, when you're playing away and you end up having more fans. You know, I look at, um, kind of like a similar situation is when we play in the Vegas Bowl all those years in the bowl game. Like we would always have, I think I feel like the the fan ratio was always like 
80% BYU fans to 20% of the opposing team. And even though we were playing in Vegas um, at UNLV's, you know, stadium, it always it did feel like a home game. And I, and I think it makes a huge difference. And um, obviously, you know, me personally, I love playing on turf. I didn't like playing on the grass field that we had. I know they've redone it a couple times since, but I didn't. I personally didn't like playing on grass. I liked playing on the turf. And so when you're in an environment like that, um, one, your your adrenaline is through the roof, and it's a different different type of feel. And then two, when when it feels organically like it is a home game because your fan, you have more of a fan base there than the opposing team. It, it does give you kind of a uh, an edge over your opponent, and and, and, it is, and there's differences involved, but um, it's it's a different feeling from playing at, at home versus playing away and still having more fans than the opposing team. It gives it that home game feel, but you got the adrenaline of of being in a NFL stadium and and still being able to fill it out. And and uh, you know it's very rare with most teams, and BYU is one of those teams that. The fans are going to travel wherever, and they're going to show out, and they're going to be loud. And and sometimes we've played at other people's stadiums where you almost felt like we had more fans at some of those games. And so it does make it it does make a huge difference, and um and it does make it feel more like a home game when these fans are able to travel and, and show up in big numbers. You know, Jake, I probably misspoke there because I'm assuming BYU still goes to a hotel the night before home game. I was going to bring that. I was going to say, I don't remember sleeping in, in my own bed. bed. Yeah, we yeah, were sleeping yeah, yeah. in the La, La, La Quinta or whatever it was called. I was like, we did not sleep in our own bed. Yeah. Wow, BYU <laughs> had you guys at the La Quinta, huh? Oh, High man. rolling. I Whoa. Know. Not even Heck yeah. I oh, know. man. To pulling yeah. out all the stops. Yep, for sure. <laughs> They have free oh, waffles man. in the morning. That's because, yeah. look, Motel 6 was, was booked, all right? Yeah. Jordan Pendleton is with us here on, <laughs> on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Listen, I think most folks out there think Arizona is going to stink this year. But how hard is it to prepare for a team when you haven't seen that coaching staff with that team where you're watching, you know, uh, you're watching uh, defensive coordinator tape from a completely different roster and all that is make the game more difficult to prepare for. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely does. And, you know, as a player, I've been in that situation quite a few times and it's, it's tough because you, you've got to go back and watch film of the coordinator from the previous school that he was at, but you're watching uh, a, a whole entire different personnel um, so, you know, like the athletes out there could be completely different. And based off the athletes that they have at this school in comparison to the other school, um, they, their defense could have, or offense for that matter, could have evolved to fit more of the, you know, the, the program that they're currently at. So it's a combination of trying to figure out what that coordinator does really well and what they're really good at and kind of what their philosophy is. Um, but you're watching – players that you're not going to play against. And then, and then you got to go watch, you know, the, the players that you're going to play against that are running a, um, that are running a different system under a, a totally different coordinator. So you're trying to balance who I'm going against, what their strengths and weaknesses are, um, and then combine it with watching other players run the actual defense or offense that they're going to be running. So that, it definitely um, – it's a tougher dynamic for sure. Um, anytime you have to do that because you're, you, you want to not only get familiar with what they're doing, but you also want to get familiar with who you're going to go against and who you're watching 
and who you're going to go against aren't running or doing what they're they're going to be doing. And so it's it's one of those situations where sometimes you know, and this is where the coaches come in. They've got to be able to make in-game adjustments very quickly based off what they're seeing. And you know, I think anytime you get in a situation like this, like this, um, that's where the coaching is going to make the biggest difference. Uh, and the player, the player coach communication, us coming off the sideline and being like, "Hey, I know we watched this, but they're they're doing something totally different on this run," and 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 being able to get on a whiteboard really quickly and figure out, "All right, how are we going to do this?" And so those in-game adjustments are going to become of much more importance any, anytime you fall into a situation like that. And whatever team can do the best at that is the team that's, that's going to be, you know, have a higher chance of being more successful and, and getting a W. You know, that's a really strong point. Uh, and A-Rod said that uh, one thing he knew is that uh, Arizona would know more about BYU than BYU would about Arizona. So you're right. That is a, a big advantage. Let me ask you, circle back on the whole idea of the season opener, Jordan. How, I mean, are these guys psyched out of their minds? I mean, they, they probably are always excited to play. But the first game of the year, I mean, is, is how much different is that? It, it's very different. I think, you know, going through fall camp is, is always a grind. And I think, you know, when you get through that third week of fall camp and you actually start preparing like normal practices, getting ready for the actual opponent, you, you kind of flip this switch where it's like, oh, wow, like, the, the grind is kind of over of, of camp and the monotonous of camp is over. And, and then you start focusing. But even then, it, it kind of doesn't seem real. And then when you get on that airplane, you're like, man, like we're getting ready to go to battle tomorrow. And so it's a, it's a different flip of the switch. But I think even more so this year, kids are going to be way more excited. Coaches are going to be way more excited. And I think just overall the excitement is going to be way more than the previous year based off the fact that last year they're just, you know, there was no fans at the games. And, and I think coming into the first game of the season and, um, having 60,000-plus people there, uh, it's going to be almost like a new experience for kids that have had to play without fans for the whole last year. So I think, obviously, there's, an, there's the excitement of the first game. Uh, you're coming off a very good season last year, and now everybody's kind of doubting your schedule, doubting what you did last year, and you, and you want to prove yourself that we are a very good team. And then in, in conjunction with that, now you actually have fans that are going to be there. And I think it's going to be a, diff, a whole different experience for these players that went a whole year without it. And so, um, so yeah, it's, de- it's definitely exciting. And, and um, uh, you know, I always say once it, you're always nervous until you get that first hit. And when you get that first hit, then um, sometimes you, you just calm down and you're like, you, it just feels like you're right back at home and you're right back to normal. Jordan, thank you as always for jumping on with us, man. We're excited to have you back aboard this year. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. Thanks, buddy. That's our friend Jordan Pendleton, uh, former BYU linebacker. He's going to join us on Thursdays at 3 here on the Big Show. You know, he's talking about there the emotions of the game. I, I really like that stuff because I think it does make a difference. Because you've got to be psyched up. You've got to be emotional. Football isn't a game of aggression, but you also got to keep your head about you and think uh, things through and make the adjustments like he was talking about. I, how does BYU know what in the world Arizona is going to do? They don't. <laughs> so <laughs> you're just rolling out your defense and saying, 
Yeah. Improvise. Well, I mean, in-game adjustments are going to be a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, sometimes uh, before you go up against certain teams, you know, it's all uh, assignment sound football. What are your assignments? Well, I guess uh, uh, an opponent, you don't know what they're going to do. Well, Mason Wake told us that he's been watching what? What did he say, Austin? Michigan film? Yeah, Michigan, yeah. (laughs) Because that's where the the defensive coordinator came from? I mean, it's got to be difficult. Whose nickname is Dr. Blitz. It's a pretty cool nickname. Well, if that's his nickname, then you better prepare for the blitz. I <laughs> you think? Yeah, these things make sense. I don't know when you inherit Arizona's personnel. <laughs> Where's Greg Hansen when we yeah, need to talk I mean, with him? Can, you, know, I mean, you, can he, you blitz? I think Greg would probably have, you know, some kind of uh, uh, insight into uh, how difficult it is for the Arizona Wildcats. See, to... Arizona has a personnel problem. That's why it doesn't matter. What they see on film, they'll have to adjust probably in the first quarter, first half of the game, and and uh, figure out what works. But if that made no sense to our listeners, uh, Austin, maybe you should give them a sampling of Greg, what Greg Hansen thinks about Arizona's defense. Uh, I mean, it, it, I'm almost I've, dreading when September comes to be around it. We're live today from Wasatch Front, Kia, Kia, Kia. We're giving away a big screen TV, and your odds are great. Come in and register to win. And uh, stop by, check out their tent sale they've got going on all weekend long. It's their Labor Day sale. Gordon, when the tents go up, the prices come down. down. 770 West, Riverdale Road, Wasatch Front, Kia, Kia, Kia. They've got cars on the lot for you to drive home. Uh, so take advantage of it. And, yes, take advantage of registering to win this big screen television. Uh, Wasatch Front has a lot better deals than uh, Arizona has defenders. That is 100% correct. Uh, that, is a, uh, that is a guarantee. You know what it's like when a team you're covering is really bad. And this would be three years in a row. So it doesn't look good. That was such a classic interview. And it still doesn't look good. It's still not good. All right. Well, I'm more coming up next on the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I mean, it's a sinking ship.